Hello everyone, my name is Sushain and welcome to episode 7 of the Flag Goes Up podcast. You know, it's it's been a while since our last episode came out, which was about the Fantasy Premier League. And, you know, we hope that you found it useful and uh, that that your FPL team is doing better than mine because mine is an absolute shambles and, and I was part of that episode. So, so it's, it's, it's kind of embarrassing. So, so let's just very quickly move on to today's episode. And it's obviously about the recent development that has taken place a couple of days back in the Barclays Premier League. Sorry, in the Premier League, old habits, you know. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 about that uh, Newcastle United's takeover by the Saudi Arabian uh, Public Investment Fund, which obviously will make Newcastle United the richest football club in the world now. And uh, we will be talking about what this development will you know have this impact on the Premier League and how will it disrupt the big six, if not in this season, in the coming new seasons. We will be talking about how it's going to affect the fans the current set of uh, managers, staff and the players currently at the football club and what does the future hold for Newcastle United and how can they be a potential superpower, not only in the Premier League, but in the Champions League as well. As always, I've got with me Gurjot and finally, finally making his debut on the podcast. We've got yeah. the one and only Bhaskar. You know, it's it's taken him six <laughs> episodes, six long episodes, but his Finally, and obviously, it will be very interesting in what, you know, listening to what he has to say. So, yeah, let's just uh, dive into, right into this uh, this, uh, this episode, uh, talk, talking about Newcastle's takeover. If, if, you go, if you guys remember, there were some talks of this potential to takeover last year as well, but due to some reasons, the deal did not go through. So, let's, let's just get, you know, let, let's, uh, let's uh, you know, get, understand what, why did not this deal go through last year and what is this year for this you know this massive deal to go through yeah so yeah this takeover has been an 18 18 month long saga they said they tried it last year but due to some broadcasting issues with bn sports the deal could not go through but yeah now it seems that issues have been resolved and yeah the takeover is a complete and <laughs> watch out for newcastle united in the premier league yeah yeah so so just to just to just to get get things under perspective and under you know under under your uh, attention this current takeover makes newcastle united the richest club in the world as we already discussed now the new owners of newcastle united have a net worth 340 billion pounds yeah the second most richest club in the premier league which is obviously manchester city have a net worth of just 23 billion pounds yeah so it, it's they they are obviously you know more than ten times richer uh, than Manchester City and obviously you know we talk about how Pep Guardiola spends two hundred million pounds every summer, two hundred million pounds on defense, two hundred million pounds on midfield, two hundred million pounds in attack. You can you can only imagine what what Newcastle United would do. The fact that they have been ruled by 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 Saudi Arabia. So yeah, talking about this. Uh, so let's let's just start by you know how this takeover will impact different sections of of you know of the of the stakeholders of Newcastle United Football Club. The first and the most important being the fans. Now obviously it's 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 no uh, it's it's no uh, you know hidden hidden thing that obviously the fans have been frustrated by the ownership of Mike Ashley. You know the way he has handled the football club, not making enough investment, not challenging for the trophies. So let's just uh, obviously, you know, let's just go back to Gurjot and understand how this takeover will impact the fans. I'm sure the fans would be really happy. You would have seen images and videos on social media of fans celebrating about this takeover. But how, what relief would it give to the fans 
when you know when when your club gets bankrolled by 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 a, by by something <coughs> as big as or as rich as this uh, saudi arabian public investment fund yeah so it i think it will mean a lot to the magpie fans as as their net spend for the last 14 years have been just 9.5 million pounds it's ridiculous man wage <laughs> bills of most of the clubs are more than that so in, in yeah and they were also frustrated by my gashly the way he run things around the club yeah it has not been great just slim pickings in transfers as well so as yeah and when you talk about the fans or trophies to see in a forward direction yeah. not just in balance sheets so yeah they haven't won any major trophies as well yes as well they got relegated twice i think their highest finish was fifth in the 11 12 season and they are so i guess the fans will be really happy and i've seen the images and the videos of the fans outside the st james's park <laughs> yeah. it feels like a new dawn to them and yeah it feels like a reincarnated club as of now absolutely and and, yeah. and and i think the choice matters as well because obviously you know you've got let's just say even if you keep the big six aside you still have got you know 14 other premier league clubs to choose from yeah. and the fact that they've chosen newcastle united obviously it's a very wise choice given the fact that they acquired the club only for 300 million pounds yeah, yeah. So, so for 300 million pounds they got a whole club psg however got neymar and kylian mbappe 370 million <laughs> yeah. so so this club is cheaper than neymar plus kylian mbappe and also given the fact that they've got a, they've got decent history they've got very fan of yeah and they've got a, they've got one of the biggest stadiums in st james's park as well you know having an a capacity of uh, 50 plus 1000 pounds and yeah so i think obviously uh, i think the fans would be really happy obviously every man in club football wants their club to go trophy season after season and obviously that's not possible in today's uh, today's uh, today's era where where the competition is such so a huge uh, you know financial uh, advantage and obviously you know now newcastle having the 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 most the, the richest owners obviously you know it will leapfrog them they can correctly go from 19th to first maybe in the next five seasons yeah but talking about going from 19th to first there will be huge changes you know required for and change the club hierarchy within the club schooling staff within the clubs player is to forget the club's manager who has come money from fans over the past couple of years yeah obviously steve bruce what the future holds for steve bruce let's let's finally get basker in you know just to get thoughts on what steve bruce means obviously steve bruce former uh, manchester united player and obviously now manager what 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 does this mean for first i like to start with as i'm a man united fan so i have a little with sympathy or maybe i'll put in these word a little bit soft corner for steve bruce if i talk about the managers i think he'll be the first one to leave the club i don't think he'll last even one day as they are uh, sitting in the 19th place uh, with just three points in seven pl games and then new owners won't be investing in club which is going down anyways and honestly i don't think the new owners fancy him at all neither do the fans yeah we know it all talking about the players i think we'll see a we'll see a massive squad overall i mean you can't bet against the player not being ambitious not being wanting to be ambitious club bankrolled by so much of money uh, they can attract the top managers top players 
top coaches and if i get the transfers if they get the transfers right they can go to the very top and uh, there will be no surprise uh, there i guess yeah absolutely it will be no surprise that there will be a huge investment to the club be with the direct arrival of this from the january you know we we've seen that top players do not change clubs within the in in the winter window unless and until they are extremely really angry or frustrated at their current club so do you think this process will start from january itself or do you think they will take their time they will appoint a sporting director they appoint a new manager look for the future and then you know start this investment from the summer transfer window of of the next season no i don't think so investment doesn't really have to be uh, in the first team they'll invest in the training facilities in the youth team the community and so it will have to come together for newcastle to be amongst the big big clubs absolutely and, yeah. absolutely no, I, yeah and 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 talking about this big investment do we do we do we do we do you think it is it is possible we'll see you know erling haland and kylian mbappe <laughs> together at 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 newcastle united obviously you know it will be very exciting for 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 us for those of us who play fpl you know obviously they'll be they'll very quickly become the first choice players but but do you think this this can happen do you think the kind of players that they are ambitious players who want to win trophies do you think they will obviously you know you cannot expect newcastle to challenge for the trophies in the beginning from from the get go obviously it will take them 3 or 4 years but do you think these players are patient enough to give 3 4 years of their careers in transition to a club who is building and then challenge for the trophies as we obviously know which they which newcastle united will issue anymore Yeah, we can joke around and say that we can see Mbappe and Haaland in the Premier League and play for Newcastle United, but I don't think that's realistic. As you said, they if they start investing, they will start in January. They will pick, I think, players from like Everton or a, a or a Bulls to take their top players and start rebuilding because it will take time to build and build Newcastle and take them to uh, like a top six finish in the next three years and then build more on that and sign more players. But I don't think, yeah, it is, it's fun and games thinking of Haaland and Mbappe playing for Newcastle United and yeah, money will not be a problem, but we have to know that football, the players, the careers of football players are very short. No, I... They want to win trophies. Yeah, they want to win trophies as well. So yeah, I don't think yeah, it's all fun and games right now. <laughs> and we can see with the city also when the city uh, when the oil money came to city in two eight or two nine, and they won their first league in four five after four five seasons. So it's so sort of like this only in the Newcastle scenario. And and even if yeah, and even if they they get Kylian Mbappe and, and assuming that they both get both Kylian Mbappe and Erling Haaland. It, it it you know this partnership would still not be as iconic as as Papi Papi says. Respect respect respect. That 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 part is something else. I mean, I, I, the the streets would the never streets. forget that. Yeah. I mean, that 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 was something else. Yeah. And, and I I still yeah, I, I still can't believe that it's happening for real. I mean you I mean please somebody check if uh, his grace was defrauded by the name United. <laughs> and i don't know that whether it was the scene or not because in the previous year in 2019 also the same association came to look over the manchester united scene and and moreover now we are witnessing that newcastle take over by the same group 
no it hurts but it's oil money so i'll have to stay away from it so i have to be in a safe position from the opposition fans i don't want to be called a oil club or and with this much of history i don't want to be called a oil club so i'll be happy that they're not coming for us yes <laughs> ियलिस्टिकाइनिंग What about the realistic signings that they can get? Obviously, not players, not mid-table quality, not players yeah. from Everton, not players from West Ham, or not players from foreign leagues. But obviously, players from foreign leagues as well. But what about good realistic options that they might, you know, want to invest in, in from January itself? Obviously, big players who are not using or who are not, you know, playing. Or who are not, you know, as happy at at their current clubs. If I talk about, let's just say, Isco for Isco at Real Madrid, you know, hasn't played a hasn't played in a very long time. Zidane did not fancy him. Neither does Carlo Ancelotti now. Talking about Maruo Icardi, you know, obviously, given the fact that PSG have a front view of Mbappe, Neymar, and Messi, I don't think Maruo Icardi fits in there. So, do you think Isco and Maruo Icardi could be the starting points for PSG? Talking about realistic targets from January itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, bro, I don't think it's a realistic option. Why would? Yeah, but I don't think that it will be a viable option for Newcastle. I don't think the players want them right now. But because yeah, Newcastle is in a building, they are languishing in 19th. They would have to pick up some results and all of that. And yeah, these players would want to see in a year or two. At least you need to be come near about top 10. You need to be reach top 10 to attract players. Yeah, as Basker said it perfectly. There, you need to establish yourself. They are, as we say, till January they are in a relegation battle. They can't do anything before January. So yeah, I think yeah, Steve Bruce, I think would be the first to go. They will sign players for sure, but they will not be like, not even a mid-table team player would want. Yeah, if the lack of playing is there, they will come. But yeah, it will take time for Newcastle to just establish themselves first. Um, I guess I think they'll be targeting the available competitions gradually after this is the current situation of the squad and the sports staff. I mean, after such a huge investment, they're expected to challenge for PL, CL, FA Cup, League Cup, and everything. So the tra- the traditional big six. So I'm really sorry to say, as Gurjot is present in front of me, or I'm really sorry to say, the traditional big six. There will be a lot of changes in that. It means that I will be out of the podcast soon, then, because <laughs> what's the point of being there, man? <laughs> no, bro, you need to have some uh, motivation for the club. No, Let's see what happens. You need to support your club, bro. You need to support your club in these hard times, because Newcastle is coming for you, bro. Newcastle is Newcastle is coming for everyone. Newcastle and. And and every every one of our players, every one of our clubs, you know, our our staff, our our sporting directors, our our whatever, they need to pull their pants. They need to be ready for the future because obviously, I was listening to uh, it, it, uh, it, it, it's, interview. It's, oh, okay. Yeah. It's kind yeah, of it's a, it, it's kind of deja vu for uh, PLUC in two thousand three. I I like to put in that Newcastle is new Chelsea. 
in 2003 if we go back to when ibrahimovic came it's kind of deja vu for pl and then city no but i was a top four club chelsea the top four club before roman abramovich no 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 the no 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 you can the chelsea came the first first chelsea came into the limelight when the abramovich hit then abramovich hit the club no then then chelsea came into the limelight chelsea won the super Super Cup were in the they were constantly in the top half of the Premier League table. Obviously, the re- only reason why Tot- why you know Roman Abramovich snubbed Tottenham and bought Chelsea because was the reason that Chelsea finished in top four the season before Roman Abramovich bought Bosch. Already in that, obviously, you know, and and ob- all it needed was a little better injection of money to challenge for the title. I you get a you did get a better injection of a money. <laughs> I mean, it's it's, it's necessary. It's even Sir Alex Ferguson, back in his day, he broke the transfer British transfer record seven times. Yeah, and play, yeah. Bu- buying players like Eric Cantona, buying players like he bought Rio Ferdinand but, from Leeds, a defender for thirty-five million pounds, which was unheard of by that time. That, that, so it's not that not, every club is you know brings players from the from the youth academy. Does Chelsea have done that as well? But obviously, in the initial days, need to have that investment. Now Chelsea is the is the most. You you put this transfer window. They've they've made a profit after even after signing Rome. Yeah, so obviously it takes time. Man. These things takes time. Obviously, you got the that injection of 2000. It got that maybe way before Arsenal got that. It before World War Two when they were the most <laughs> they were most winning up in the league. Yeah, but obviously these things yeah, happen. Shots, and obviously, you know, you cannot fired. do anything. That is the reason. That is. I, I, I was just highlighting yeah. the Benabawi situation here. Of course, of the little bit oil money, he he do have oil money in the limelight. Agreed, agreed. It can be, it can be oil money. It can be uh, construction money. It can be whatever kind of money. But obviously, at the end of the day, it's it's yeah. the money that has gone to the club, and not on. Yeah, and it's and and obviously, I mean, talking about Roman Abramovich, it's not only invested in Chelsea boy men's team; he's invested in youth academy. I mean, big playing for Picayoto Mori, playing for AC Milan, Livramento, you know, balling at Tottenham at uh, Southampton at just a, such a such a young age tells you how important it is. And obviously, we can see these these players coming out of Newcastle's academy maybe in the next 10 years because obviously the investment won't just be limited to the first team to the men's team it will be it will go yeah. to the training centers it will go to the youth team as well so and and i think it will it's it's going to have a huge impact on on the footballing world as well now obviously you know yeah, we've I'm talked afraid about Joe Willock is going to win the premier league bit for us <laughs> <love>, man <laughs> yeah seriously maybe Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Anything could happen. Maybe, maybe we could we could be doing this kind of a takeover episode on Arsenal if if maybe Daniel X gets accepted. No, but I was little bit surprised when I when I saw the list of top ten clubs, no, top ten richest club. I was surprised the Arsenal is there. Arsenal was in sixth seventh position. So Cronkies are the wealthiest owners. I think that I don't want to use that word. But yeah, it doesn't spend money, man. Nobody spent money this this summer. I think it'll, it'll continue yeah. in the next. Ah, uh, they are investing in young players. They they are in the yeah. building process. I just wish them luck, and I wish you luck. You have been the good team. <laughs> yeah, brother, it's uh, you have been the good team in previous one two seasons. You have proved yourselves by winning the CL. It's not an easy task. If we say it's a fluke, but you won it, man. And you Absolutely. guys mock me when I used to. My club used to finish fourth, fourth. It's not a trophy, you know all of that shit. Yeah, so it's 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 quickly going into but 
yeah, coming coming back to Newcastle United. Now, obviously, you know we've discussed about the players. You know, obviously, we we the kind of players that can come into the club in January or maybe in the summer. I don't think. I think the first change that will happen at the club is going to be the managerial change. Yeah. Now, who who could be the potential place? Steve Bruce as the manager. I don't know how it's going to be. Are they going? Are the short-term manager who could just come in? You know, avoid relegation and you know go away so that they can get a proper manager in the summer. Give him a give him a proper preseason. Give him that huge amount of money to buy his own players. Or do you think they're going to think long term going forward? You know, you know. I I, I think they'll be starting with the interim manager. Let's just discuss that later. Yeah, let's just discuss that later. Let's just talk about the candidates right now. You, I mean, the the kind of money that they have, they can get any manager. Any player. They can get. They can get Jose Mourinho from Roma. They can get Antonio Conte. They can get any manager. So, who do you think are the realistic managerial targets right now? For I think players? I'll be not surprised if they target Steven Gerrard. He's been performing well. What Antonio Conte maybe? Ha, Antonio Lampard. Frank Lampard. Oh, it will be surprising if I see Frank Lampard in Newcastle. He'll be in the redemption mode. <laughs> hey, I mean, you can't. You can't argue against anything. When the kind of world that we we need of transfers that players would bring through. Yeah. I mean, we. I mean, anything can happen. But realistic targets. Do you see into any? Do you think Antonio Conte can end up at Newcastle United? If not, I mean, in January, personally, I don't think. Yeah. Personally, I don't think Antonio Conte would want to come. Yeah, they will offer him a buttload of money, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, think same goes with me. I don't think Conte will be in there. But but no, why not? I mean, I think might be a good shout. The Wales manager, Wales are sorry, the Belgium manager. I think he might be a good shout. And rumors are saying that they have contacted Roberto Martinez as a head coach position. Yep. So who might? But I've read, I've read a lot of rumors for Steven Gerrard. He's been the man for them, I guess. But but could be could be could be could be. But I don't. But but. You know the kind of transfers that they want to, they would want to make. Do you think Steven Gerrard can take the responsibility of spending? Obviously, they will be spending big, but they need to spend it right on the right players. You cannot just spend three hundred million pound on every any any player that you want, or obviously, you know, fifty million pounds on every player you want. If you want, obviously, they will have a certain strategy. You know, if I talk about the owners of these clubs, this this the owners of Manchester City Football Club, the owner of PSG Football Club. Or the owners of Newcastle United Football Club, owners have a whole lot of experience of running whole countries. Yeah. yeah. So they run obviously owners of uh, uh, owners of Man City run Abu Dhabi. The owners of PSG run uh, run Saudi Arabia. Sorry, the owners of Newcastle run Saudi Arabia. If they can run these, they are taking over the world, man. Countries for them. I mean, what is a football club compared to a country? if they can run a if they can run a country so efficiently because this is this is what i was talking about earlier as well because i was re, i was listening i was watching this interview of khaldun al mubarak who is the chairman of manchester yeah. city and how he thinks because he was saying that he this his club thinks 5 years or 10 years in advance which players they are going they will be signing in the next 2 years they are already planning about them yeah. this is the level of planning that, that goes to in these big institutions you know that money obviously but you need to spend it right and how can you spend it right by planning right yeah planning we right can, we, i think the already begun you know 
even before the takeover complete they would have identified their transfer targets and oh, their sure. managerial targets going into the season yeah so i think it's going to be very exciting yeah so what what for the premier league now and what impact is this going to have big six obviously we had this big four who used to for the champ even if they did not win the league they they could be content with the fact that okay we are going to be playing in the champions league then came the big six then you had the fear of missing out even on the champions league places now there 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 is another club who is going to disrupt the big six as well i i think west ham aston villa and leicester are very close to disrupting yeah. the big six but now and and obviously you know the reason they can't is because they don't have that financial backing now we have a now we have this big boy in the in in the premier league who will surely disrupt the big six if not in the next 2 3 years definitely in the 4 5 years so what does it mean for the big six what do you think is the is the future of clubs like tottenham hotspur who has owners like daniel levy who who does not want to like he wants to go he wants to leave given uh, you know yeah. arsenal obviously they spent this season but obviously even their owners don't want to spend so the kind of money that the what about liverpool chelsea manchester city where do you think f- coming first from newcastle mm. because obviously you know in the next 3 4 years you the, the top 6 is going to change drastically yeah i say brace yourself everybody to be your socks man perform each day yeah as basket rightly said every club has to up their game because as you said these owners they have mass pumped their money massively into the club they will sign top notch players they will you can see brighton you can see brighton this season man how they are performing man absolutely I, they were they were performing well last season as well i think uh, but, but, they were underperforming their expected goals massively but i okay. think this is what has changed this year uh, they've improved on their expected goals and as a, as a result of that you know their 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 position in the table is higher as well but given the fact that newcastle do end up coming into the big six which club do you think they are going to dip, displace first <laughs> should i say <laughs> <laughs> just say it just say it already man just say it already <laughs> yeah i think yeah basketball said but i'm just man enough to say that yeah if arsenal and tottenham would be the worst i think who would come out of this because yeah manchester united they they they've had a rocky start but their squad is amazing chelsea you know amazing squad city would be up there liverpool would be up there and liverpool to arsenal would lose out the most i think if they don't put their act together yeah i think arsenal and tottenham will be the one losing out the most yeah even even for me i think it's it's going to be tottenham because i i mean nuno espirito santo i don't think it has been uh, the, a, the a premier league, league but he needs time he's been a good manager in whole term no if a new manager yeah, but i think he's, he's starting with agreed, agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but he's changed his tactics at Tottenham as well, going from a back three to back four here, maybe to accommodate Jung yeah, yeah. and Delhi Ali or whatever. But but I don't think that he was he was the right appointment for Spurs, and and yeah, it doesn't feel like a match. Yeah. yeah, and and no top manager would have wanted to come to a club that and because this this obviously we are talking about this phase when Harry Kane's future was not certain. Ah, uh, yeah. So no no manager would have wanted to come to a club who would. who could have lost their best player in the in the next few weeks but but yeah i think uh, uh, you know what we've discussed what 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 comes out of this discussion is that believe and i think everyone would else would agree with is that 
Tottenham Hotspur might be the club to you know to 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 who will be displaced by Newcastle United in the next three four years if they don't up their game, which doesn't look like uh, they will because obviously you know if if you talk about the planning, I still think they have a little bit pots left in them. <laughs> yeah, Daniel Levy sacked Jose Mourinho even before the Carabao Cup final. Yeah, he had a lot of time to find the right managerial pick, yeah. and he ended up with Nuno Espirito Santo. I don't think the planning was right. I don't think the planning was there anywhere. And now you talk about this club, who whose owners have this whole experience of running a whole country, and obviously you will see a difference in planning. And I think Tottenham will be the first club displaced from this uh, big six that we have in the. The Premier League. What about four? If we talk about the current top four, if we talk about Chelsea, Manchester City, Liverpool, and Manchester United, who do you think will get displaced first? Because Newcastle United will enter the top four. They will win the Premier League. Eventually. So if, eventually. eventually. Yeah. Eventually. But, but we it'll, but we have time for that. It'll, it's not a question of if. Yeah. It's not a question of if, but but when. Yeah. They will do it. When they'll do it, it's it's what we need to find out. But obviously, when they come into that top four, which club do you think they are displacing? I think Ole won't be at the wheel anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, I think Manchester United will be the one if anything happens between now and when Newcastle to power. I don't think. Uh, I think that Manchester United will be the one who will power out of the top four. I would to take them to that level, competing top credentials. Yeah, I think it will be man. What do you guys think? Uh, we are talking let's, about let's four, five seasons right. ahead, man. We need to chill, right? You know, we are talking about four, five seasons ahead. Nobody knows what happens. Nobody knows what will happen this season. You can't chill. Nobody. You can't. No. Chill. You can't chill. You can't chill when you have someone when you have someone with three hundred forty billion pounds in their pockets. If you are chilling, then then you are already you yeah, already you already lost. Yeah. You cannot chill when someone is behind. No, I I I'll prefer not to comment on this. I'll just wait, see what happens. No, maybe, maybe uh, we're talking about four or five years, right? We're talking yeah. about four or five years. Exactly. Mohammad exactly. Salah, Sadio Mane. Oh, we'll be in, in four or five, five seasons. We'll be also be improving. No, we'll not be sitting in the same. Uh, we are trying yeah, to improve. That's what, that's, what, that, that's what I'm talking about. I personally, for me, I think it can be Liverpool uh, because Mohammad Salah, Sadio Mane, they're all they're touching 30 already, right? In the next four or yeah. five years, they'll be 34, 35. Liverpool Football Club will need to find replacement of not these players, but obviously the, their goal contributions. How exactly. how can you replace a player like Mohamed Salah who will get you 40 plus goal contributions, you know, goals plus assists in the league? You cannot And the performance like against top six club is immense, man. Yeah, you cannot replace someone like Virgil van Dijk so easily. Oh, it will take time, and and I don't know if 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 uh, Newcastle's if Liverpool's owners will be looking to in and they 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 were very smart with their transfers. They got exactly. these players for very cheap. The only big spending that they did was for Virgil van Dijk for seventy five million pounds and the Allison for sixty million pounds, and that too was done because of uh, Philip Coutinho's transfer fee. Yep. So they'll need to spend big as well. 
I hope. I mean, I'm I'm scared about uh, Chelsea as well. I think every club, every fan would be scared about their club. Chelsea are sometimes inconsistent. Chelsea are sometimes inconsistent. Even if they 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 build a good team, it it the, the, it's not necessary that the team performs. So I I I'm a little scared about my club as well. Obviously, I think anyone would be scared about. Oh, it's normal, man. Club with thirty four, three hundred forty million, forty billion pounds. But they're we'll see what the future holds. Yeah, very very exciting times coming up. Again, proves why Premier League will be the best league in the world, world in the no. next half a decade as well. I think no doubts in that. What, by by far, by far, it will be the best. Competitively, we have got. Absolutely, these peak Barclays spectacles that we see yeah. in, the, in in the league. I think. See, bro, I am getting goosebumps, bro. Goosebumps. You're talking about ten years ahead, and I'm getting goosebumps right now, man. Yeah, I mean it's 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 football, man. You you, you talk football. about things and you football feel, bloody. Even even yeah, just talking about football gives you this energy. I mean, we are we are recording at eleven eleven p.m. in the night. I am usually asleep by nine or ten p.m. and and you can still you know see. Although I'm a little sleepy, but I'm still so energetic because I'm talking about football and this is what football is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So 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 yeah. I think I so I think this is it. Uh, we, we've discussed what we had to with the limited information. Uh, before we end, before we end, I just want to say one thing. I would love to see what Man City did to Arsenal by picking our players. You see, Newcastle picking out Man City's players. <laughs> I mean, who knows, man? They can pick any player that they want. I mean, it's it's up to any them. player, I mean, man. Yeah, they just need to yeah, they just need to come a little bit above the table and they'll be attracting players. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, uh, every club, every club. I think every club would worry about their star players now, given the fact that money is obviously a huge attraction. And uh, yeah, money I mean, is I mean, a huge attraction nowadays, man. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think uh, we've we've discussed pretty much everything. What the kind of information that we had, obviously, as time goes on, we will learn about Steve Bruce's future, who the new manager is, what are his plans. is the investment going to start right from the january transfer window all these things obviously you know will be very exciting to watch very very exciting things coming up uh, obviously the premier league uh, i mean uh, we we are into the second uh, uh, winter uh, sorry second international break we've seen the first set of seven matches absolutely we've, we've seen some huge big big matches i think the recent match between manchester city and liverpool and other which has there is a month ahead for us absolutely i think uh, the top four are even the top four are separated by just one or two points i think we've got a huge i think we've got a big big i mean exciting season ahead of us but yeah i think uh, and yeah i think this is pretty much it i think we've, we've we've come to the end of this episode and obviously uh we'll how things go with newcastle united football club and rest of the premier league will be for everyone for us to see we'll see who the new manager is what the investments are who new players come in but rest assured we'll keep you updated huge huge uh, you know big big season ahead long long season ahead for the in the premier league in the champions league and obviously other europe's other top 5 leagues as well cristiano ronaldo returning to the premier league psg uh, you know uh, in to paris saint germain huge you i mean big big transfers have happened so we can only and this is only the beginning we were only seven this matches the into the season it's it's a long season ahead i think it's going to have a huge turns and twists Uh, but rest assured, we'll keep you posted. So I think this is pretty much it, guys. I think we'll 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 come to the end of this episode. Uh, uh, I think do let us know in the comments and you know on on our Twitter, on our Instagram. How do you like the episode? 
obviously you know i can i i agree that we've been a little slower in bringing out our episodes it's just that the t- timing doesn't no, we have a story bro so it's study and we'll we'll winning the race yeah yeah. yeah 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 man we'll we'll try to be more consistent with our episodes going forward but rest assured yeah i think uh, we've come to the end of this episode uh, please let us know what you thought about it and and if you would be would you would like to join us on our podcast please write to us on the information given in the description guys yeah so this is pretty much it okay. guys uh, i think i hope you guys enjoyed this episode uh, please uh, stay home stay safe see you soon bye 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 bye